The Home Show with Sinead Ryan. With Daikon. Use less energy to heat your home this winter. D-A-I-K-I-N dot I-E. Your energy, your choice. On News Talk. Hello and you're very welcome along to the latest episode of the Home Show podcast. I'm Sinead Ryan. Coming up this week, our Christmas gift guide for the home with Russell Alford and Lorraine Keane. Cheap as chips to money no object. The 12 icks of Christmas from fake trees to overpowering scented candles. And Natasha Rockadivine with tips on maximising space in your home for all of those extra visitors you'll have over the festive season. If you'd like to get involved in the Home Show podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at thehomeshow at newstalk.com and you can find me over on Instagram at Sinead Ryan 100. Now, last week, you might remember I got into a little bit of trouble with Jennifer Sheehan, a former Home of the Year winner who knows about everything interiors. I clearly don't. Uh, it was over my dislike for the coloured Christmas tree lights. I think um, they're kind of cheap and tacky. But she said, there's no such thing at Christmas and my elegant white lights are just boring and outdated. Well, it got us thinking about what else people have robust views on from fake trees um, to beef instead of turkey or, you know, stockings instead of pillowcases for Santa's visit. So later on, we were going to be discussing some of those polarising items. And if you've any of your own or anything you definitely won't be doing this Christmas, well, then get Oh, in touch with us. Anything that gives you the ache around this time of year, 53106 or uh, the home show at newstalk.com and you're very welcome along. Now, you are very welcome uh, along this morning to the show. And if you are worried about anything you're going to buy for Christmas and gifts and who you're going to buy what for, do not worry anymore. We have our top shoppers in studio today. (laughs) uh, And we are going to look at our Christmas gift guide with Lorraine Keane for whom money will be no object. (laughs) All of the style and fashionable (laughs) stuff. Next dream here. (laughs) Russell Alford, one half the gastrogaze. Lovely to have you too. I am positive that food and drink will feature in your gift list. Uh, But you'll also be looking uh, at gifts for people maybe uh, whose budgets are a tad more modest. Uh, So something for everybody. And we're going to start, folks, with... um, some family gifts. So, so you know, gifts for kids, gifts for adults, something that's kind of a good all-rounder. Russell, start us off. I'm naturally going to start off with a gift for the family in the food realm because that's exactly where I always will go. And I think something that can be nicely shared between the family Mm. is a nice thing to do. But I also know that Christmas is very much a time of overeating, overindulging and the likes. So why not take out a subscription to something very pleasant for the family to enjoy? Oh, okay. Sweet treats into January we, and into February and March and so on. I'm suggesting the Brack C- Club subscription from the Cupcake Bloke. You may recognise Graham, who is often on television. He had a fantastic book called Bake last year. Uh, and he has become synonymous with trying to revitalise the fate of the traditional tea brack. Okay. And in doing so, he now offers a subscription doing various different flavours. That are exciting, different, unique. Not just tea. It's not just tea. There Ah. there could be like, uh, this is probably less for the family. I remember he once did a tealing whiskey uh, tea brack one time. Oh, sure, keeps the kids quiet. Exactly. I'm all for that. He's done ones (laughs) with like white chocolate going through it as well. And really inventive, really creative. So how does that work then? You, you, 
one gets delivered to you every, every month. month. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. So, so not just for Halloween. No. Nope. <laughs> not just for Christmas. No. So you get that fruit, Irish fruit and kind of marinated in whatever is Usually, the flavour. Usually you sometimes in a bit of booze as well. Okay. Um, so the subscription starts for three months, 57.50 and six months, 105. These are high quality products made in small batches uh, from the bakery uh, in Dublin and they can be posted all across the country. I love his Brax. If I ever have the opportunity to eat one, I will get one. No problem. Okay, um, I that's think that's a, a nice one idea. to give to, you know, it, it, to someone who likes their food and it can be shared amongst the family as well. And it's the gift that keeps on giving then after Christmas. Exactly. So that's the Cupcake Bloke, uh, the BRAC subscription uh, for, for that. All right. Lorraine, if you are bringing uh, family gifts or buying for family, what is your recommendation? I always say experiences where possible. So let's create some memories, especially when it's family. There are some amazing places to, to go and enjoy with family in Ireland. So you have... So many wonderful hotels all over Ireland. Uh, our girls love afternoon tea because they're at that age yeah. that they love those kind of things. Um, golf lessons. I was asked to take up golf with Golf <laughs> Ireland this summer and actually loved it. And now it's something that I want all the family to enjoy together. So I would say something like that. You know, those kind of experiences would always be nice. Um, travel overseas, yeah. you know, it's always nice to have something to look forward to kind of in, in weekend breaks, but also books. Let's mm. not forget books. Mm. And we've got incredible Irish authors in this country for all ages. Um, and let's not think about Booker Prize winners. If we're thinking about the children, there's a fabulous range of books called Adam's Cloud. A lovely guy called Benji uh, wrote those books um, after himself and his wife lost their son, Ben, um, Adam and those books are just gorgeous mm. you know just dreamy exciting you know mm. just one of those books that, that children can completely mm. escape into and they also have a lovely little bear this year that they've introduced to it as well Adam's Bear um, and Owen Colfer has Artemis Fowl yeah, yeah. has a new book called Three Tasks for a Dragon which is a beautiful oh, okay. storybook and I actually think the whole family would and it. we are talking about real books paper books, you know, books that aren't on a device uh, that you can sit and watch together. All right. Okay, Mm. lovely. Right. So that's uh, nice thoughts there for the family. Uh, Now, the foodie in in your life, uh, it might be yourself, Mm -hmm. um, but I think food gifts and drink gifts and all of that are a fantastic addition. If you're coming to somebody on Christmas Day, uh, I I think you're obviously you're going to bring something, but rather than just a bottle of wine, you know, we've, we've had before chefs on talking about making your own whether it's good at making little snowman biscuits or making jam preserves or something like that. Everybody loves something like this. A jar of cranberry sauce. Exactly. Or, and just yeah. something that maybe they wouldn't buy themselves at the upper end of the scale. Uh, that, that was a nice treat for Christmas Day. Uh, now, uh, when we talk about food, Russell, you are the food king, the, the <laughs> drinking king. I don't want to malign your reputation, but it's this is your true. space. Um, and I, I do have, um, I guess, too, one thing that you can bring as well as an experience, as Lorraine was saying there, experiences are a great thing to do. So I'll start with the experience mm. um, before I tell you about something that you could bring to someone's house. Mm. And it's a fantastic one. Now, this is great for, you know, uh, grown-up sisters, aunts, cousins type of thing, even the whole family, providing they're all over 18. It's the Listoke Gin School up in Tenure outside of Drogheda. Uh, it was Ireland's first gin school during that big gin revolution back a couple of years ago and it's still holding strong. 
what you do is you go there, you get a little tour of the facility, you mm. understand how to make gin using the various different botanicals. They lay out all of them on a table in front of you and you pick the flavours that mean something to you mm. as well as the core ingredients that you require to make gin. You pop it into a little tabletop still and it makes a beautiful little bottle of gin that you can go home and take away. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you get some Ooh, little That sounds nice. fantastic. So it's that's the Listoke Gin School. How much is that, Russell? Uh, that comes at uh, €95 Euro per person. It's on every Saturday and some Fridays. Um, and all the details are at uh, listokedistillery.ie. Fantastic. And then as something that you could bring that's a little bit different in that yeah. manner that you were saying of, you know, a little bit pricier that you mightn't buy for yourself. Mm. Valencia Island Vermouth. It is Ireland's first attempt at uh, making a beautiful vermouth which is often made around northern Italy around Turin uh, is often popular around parts of northern Spain it's a sweet artisanal product lots of plants and herbs flavours that are inspired by out west on the wild Atlantic way it's a really small batch is in in how it's made Mm. 35 euro uh, for a bottle of it from Celtic Whiskies Mitchell and Sons some super values as well have it with a little bit of tonic bit of ice Mm. and you know you might forget what gin is because the vermouth and tonic is so really oh fabulous. Okay. It's a beautiful, it's a different experience. It's a different flavour profile. It's really refreshing, really nice. Vermouth. Okay. Now, Lorraine, uh, the foodie and drinker in your life, uh, what kind of things can you chocolate, recommend? Chocolate and ah, chocolate. You're <laughs> chocolate. No, right, okay. The experience, the Butler's Chocolate Factory. It's I'm great. Sure, everybody knows about it's it. Great. And if you haven't done it, you should do it. It's yeah. just amazing. We've done it a couple of times. Um, but our favourite chocolates are a chocolate company called Be Sweet. And they're not far from here, actually. And they do gorgeous coffee and, and gorgeous cakes and pastries as well. And that's a small Irish, very new company. Um, and again, I think we should support Irish, but they're packaging Sinead. So if you're bringing a box of B-Sweet chocolates or any of, of the, the lovely things that they sell, uh, the packaging is just incredible. And that's because Bernice, the owner, has amazing style. And it's not half of it really on oh, Christmas. It's about yes. not stinting on the boxes and the bags yeah. and the wrapping. It'll all yeah. be recycled and reused, yeah. but just making it look fabulous. Yeah, but I also feel, I slightly feel bad telling you about it because once you try these chocolates, you will never want right. another truffle. <laughs> okay. Like they are just absolutely gorgeous. Right. So that um, I think would be nice both as as the experience. Mm. And then I know you said not alcohol, but it is a time to bring, you know, a nice bottle of fizz. And yeah. again, if it's presented in a nice way and supporting small Irish companies, boutiquewines.ie are a fabulous Irish company, a family business, and they will deliver all over Ireland. They'll deliver on the day in Dublin and next day all over the country. Fantastic. So it's nice to all support right. them rather than going to your big supermarket. Yeah, you know, yeah. give them the business. Now, the cook in the house, of course, uh, is going to be in the kitchen and uh, will also need a gift. Uh, so if you're buying uh, something for the house, Russell, uh, particularly for the kitchen, mm. um, you're not going to say, I hope you're not going to say what I think you're going to say. What, deep fat fryer? <laughs> that would oh, be very on brand for me, I know. But no, I'm actually going to say a multi-cooker and air fryer. Ah, okay? that was the word. I know. I've got uh, an air fryer uh, FOMO. Uh, you know? uh, and, 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 and the reason why I say uh, deep fried, I, I always get slagged anytime I mention air fryers. I wrote a cookbook last year about deep fat <laughs> okay. frying. And then when I say air frying, people go, you're what? a traitor. <laughs> I'm not. I've, I've, I've had um, a couple of products to test out over the last couple of uh, weeks. Okay, and what's months. your best one? And this one is the Ninja Foodie 11-in-1 Smart Little... 
11 in one. 11. Who needs 11 functions? I hear you cry. <laughs> Lord. Pressure cook, air fry, grill, bake, dehydrate, sear, saute, steam, slow cook, yogurt, steam, air fry and steam bake. And two drawers. I was told if you're going to get an air fryer, it has to be the double drawer. Now, this one isn't the double drawer one. That's the uh, seven in one dual uh, ninja foodie, which is also very good. This one is more akin to a pressure cooker and a slow cooker. So we uh, lots of houses are very limited on space. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. counter space is very much a, you know, a valuable real estate uh, in terms of yeah. what you can put out on it. This earns its keep because it has so many functions. You don't need to worry about having a slow cooker taking up so much mm. of, your, of your kitchen. Or sitting out there to be used once a month. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. can have multifunctions, right. as I say, and it's fantastic. And now. the price of it? Now, this is a bit on the on the um, pricey slash Lorraine Keane end of things. That two hundred. <laughs> I love the life that you think I have. It's great. <laughs> yeah, 260 euros. Ah, shit, that's a snip in the ocean over here. But yeah, it, it, does, it does earn its keep. This is the thing. Yeah. And, it and does it has all the cooking for you. Okay. Exactly. And less clean up too. Household item for you, Lorraine? Oh, gosh. Yeah, this one kind of covers all basically. Is really, it's just the present I want every single year, and it's something from Monaghan's Cashmere. Again, a gorgeous the Irish throw or oh, yeah, throw, oh, you can't have enough cashmere of them. Throw socks, socks. You can even get them in wool and cashmere mix, so they're not that expensive. Like you're talking about forty euro for a pair of socks, and it's not something that you're probably going to fork out for yourself. But yeah. if somebody g- gave you a present of it, you'd well, thrilled. that's the thing. Just have something super special yeah. that you just wouldn't buy yourself, or, or a cashmere hot water bottle. You know. Who doesn't have have. one? Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, for the house, there's a great Irish company called So Home. They're not far from me. They're on Newtown Park Avenue. They're doing gorgeous cushions and soft furnishings and linens and things like that. They also do curtains. But, um, you know, vouchers to things like that that are practical that you're actually going to love to use. Um, And sea swimming, you know, I love sea swimming. Yeah. And, well, sea swimming is a bit of a strength. So you've all your ex- that comes with all <laughs> its like accessories it. now, well, doesn't yeah, it? The gloves and the yeah, booties and the And then they kind the of have to maybe try it out. There's a lovely Irish company called Bear Hug. And during lockdown, that it was a, a business that was actually in catering. And because catering was closed down, um, Chris, the owner, decided that he would venture into designing... Um, what are they called? The road dry ropes. Dry ropes. You've got yeah. to love. You've got to love entrepreneurs. I swear to goodness, no. they just pivot this so easily into amazing, things. Though, we're fantastic. But like, I honestly think really. we're the best in the world yeah. creatively. When you we think are. of the amount of talent that we have and our entrepreneurial skills, I think per capita, yeah. we actually are the best in the world. Right. We will be back with Russell and Lorraine after the break, and we are going to ask them uh, what is the gift they would give for the person who has everything. Stay with us. Uh, we'll be back in a few moments. And you're very welcome back to the Home Show here on News Talk. I'm Sinead Ryan. And before the break, we were chatting to Lorraine Keane and Russell Alford about their gifts, a gift guide for the home, for families, uh, for, for people that you need to buy for. And we got some fantastic suggestions there at the upper end of the scale from our Lorraine. And then uh, not quite so chief and cheerful as I was hoping from you, Russell. But anyway, that's fine. So we're going to look now uh, at Chris Kindle. This is the bane of people's lives, um, but it's also fantastic. Mm. So if you have to go into an office and buy something for somebody for a tenner. I, I think that's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, my go-to is always like 10 scratch cards. I know it's incredibly boring. Uh, or a no. book. I know. I love 10 scratch cards. Isn't it great? Yeah. I will let you into a little secret Ooh. about a very long time ago when we were still in punts. Mm. Uh, I was given a Chris Kindle gift of scratch cards and I won a thousand pounds and I was a kid like I was only in my first job 
and it was absolutely extra. I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. Do you know what I ended up doing? Idiot that I am. I ended up sharing it with the guy who'd given me the gift. Oh, that's Aww. lovely. That's not idiot. That's, no. That's well, karma. when I look at it now, yeah. it probably yeah. was. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't bear it. I, it was like yeah. nearly too much money for me yeah. and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so love nice. that. No such problem these days yeah. if anybody wants to give exactly. me a thousand quid. <laughs> right, okay. Now, Chris Kindle gifts. So these are the mm. small, I'm, I don't mean just Chris Kindle, but these are the small little knick-knacky stocking filler kind of gifts. Uh, Russell. So um, I make no apologies of the fact that one of my my favourite Irish products uh, on the market at the moment is the smoked onion mayo from Bulin Blasta, which is a cafe out in um, Galway uh, in Spittle in beautiful space. They also make amazing products and the smoked onion mayo the first time I had it I think I had an out of body experience. (laughs) It, It changed what I thought any it's family show now, Russell. Calm down. It's just fantastic. <laughs> if you'll try it, if you ever try it, you will understand what I mean. It has okay. a smoky flavour, nice pepperiness to it, and it is a beautiful mayonnaise. Now, why am I talking about mayonnaise and Chris Crindle? It's a great stocking filler. They do yeah. these um, gift sets uh, for nine euro where you can mix and match a couple of their different products. They also do a fantastic uh, red onion tomato relish, a pineapple um, chilli chutney, or you can just get someone you love, three jars of smoked onion mayo. <laughs> And not a word of a lie. Maybe I've just collected really good friends in the world. That if sounds I, like a personal plea going out there on the kind, home show. Kind of, yeah, coming for 20 tonnes okay. of mayo. Well, you can't yes. argue with nine yeah. quid. So there I've you a go. a lot of friends who would very much enjoy three jars of mayonnaise That's for Christmas. That's <laughs> out in Galway in Connemara. Right, Lorraine. Now, this was hard. Was this hard now finding cheap and cheerful gifts? Well, yeah. That are also stylish. On what you're saying, um, cheap and cheerful. So around maybe the 20 euro <laughs> to 40 euro mark. Oh, right, okay. Um, otherwise, it. yes. I mean, the food thing. I did mention the chocolates, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. It, it would be very good. Um, V-sweet chocolate. This is stressful for Lorraine because we said, can you keep things under a tenner? No, she can't do it. She's not able. <laughs> oh, I, I actually right. am. We do it. And we do do it with work and stuff like that. Um, and then the girls also do it with their pals yeah, too. It's so. not your comfort zone though. Um, Go on, give us our give, cheap and cheerful well, I, under 40 quid. So, the, so something that's sustainable is yeah. always... Um, it is flowers, but faux flowers. Yeah, and there's a, a lovely, a lovely company called Silk Prestige that do flowers, faux flowers already in the vase. So it means when you're going to somebody's house or something like that, or or you know if it is a Chris Kindle, that it's something that's going to last forever, so they can remember you forever as well. Lovely, and you can okay. get little diffusers that are again in around fifteen twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and that's the lovely always Isabella popular. Jizika. Who um who owns that company um and she works extremely hard and then my own little sister as you know has Doro.ie and they're gorgeous wreaths that you can do for birthdays or christenings or Easter summer you know mm. Halloween mm. um all of that and again they're gorgeous kind of garland wreaths that people will have forever forever you know oh, that'll yes. last forever right. sustainable is really important we need mm. to talk about sustainable gifts this Christmas yeah um, and and forever more really and not th- not have stuff that's going to go out with the wrapping paper in a yes. few days time yeah. alright good idea now I, I said we get to the part where we are talking about uh, the person who has everything uh, something very hard to buy for people who are either very picky mm. or return everything that they're given 
because it's not quite what they wanted. Uh, so, uh, Russell, if you are going to buy something for somebody and they say, I don't want anything, I have everything, don't buy me a Christmas present. This is uh, the gift that I have actually received myself and also Ooh. given over over the years and it's James Whelan's Beef Bonds, okay? Now again, this is kind of more like a subscription okay. kind of vibe mm-hmm. where you're going with it, where essentially you are investing in quite a lot of beef <laughs> after the <laughs> last conversation that doesn't work too well, so but let's beef go bond, on. <laughs> bonds as in government bonds and guilt bonds and okay money, so money instruments alright I'm with you I'm with you uh, yeah. the, the farm raise cattle for 14, 18 or 22 weeks the price of the bond depends on the cattle the amount of time that it's raised etc oh, and really? you get uh, around 100 euro you get a selection of in in that maturate, maturation period you will get roasting joints, steaks, a selection of braised slow cuts, uh, pieces, mince, burgers, offal and bones if you like, if you want to make stock. And great if you want to clear out the freezer and put these in and you will have lots of beautiful quality beef from James right. Whelan Butchers. So, so the cow with any of the, without any of the rearing. Mm. So, so they get the animal, they bring it up, they feed it well and look after it well and butcher it and then you get back your... And then you get you get oh, the spoils of it all. It's James Whelan Beef Bonds. Well, that's a, for, that's a new one on me. Lorraine? I've never heard of that. And yeah, unless the person's vegan. That's the only exception where this one wouldn't work or they don't like beef too much. I'm going to go down the voucher route as well because I think that's a safe bet with somebody who has everything. Mm. And um, you'll always, you'll have choice when it comes to vouchers. So again, I would try and be sustainable and support Irish. So vouchers from small Irish businesses, family run businesses like Newbridge Silverware. They do gorgeous Christmas gifts as Mm. well, like little um, Christmas decorations for your tree that again, the person you, you gifted to will remember forever that you were the one that gave it, hopefully. Um, they do lovely cheese boards and things like that. Mm. So if you're going to somebody's house, rather than maybe bring a bottle of wine, bring a lovely cheese board. And again, it's packaged so well. Um, my own fashion relief shop, which is in Ada Breast Cancer Ireland, we do vouchers for Christmas. So oh, again, you're good. buying pre-loved yeah. clothes and you're saving people and planet because you're diverting textiles from landfill yeah. and helping Breast Cancer Ireland find a cure for cancer. Um Rental, the dressing dresses rental yes, business, yeah. you know, has really Beautiful. it's flying it's at the down the road designer room. I only used them a couple of weeks ago They're for a brilliant. gig, and to give somebody a voucher for something like that yeah. and say rent your dress. We've one in Monkstown close to us, and again, two gorgeous young girls just opened that in the last few months. Um, designer Exchange, they do ready to gift pre-loved designer handbags. So they have the boxes, the bags, the tissue paper, everything. And I would love to get a pre-loved designer handbag. I'd just love to get a designer handbag. Um, And also keep an eye out on the vintage windows in jewellery shops. I know Rocks have one. Adams have a fantastic Mm. auction um, this weekend. And so like our next week, actually. So, yeah, I think it's really important to look at sustainability. And maybe something that people wouldn't gift themselves. uh, And and you're kind of making them get out of their maybe comfort zone in some ways or look at a different uh, different place. uh, And the place that you like to go yourself, you know, that, that you like to frequent. Maybe if you want to introduce your friends or your family to something like yeah. that, like Dylan Bradshaw have a new, uh, beautiful new range as well that you can buy their products or vouchers. 
Um, so I think it's Fabulous. just kind of thinking about things that you like okay. and that you'd like other people to Don't bring the designer dressed to pick up the beef bonds. No, 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 that's probably not a good <laughs> mashup there. All right. OK, listen, folks, thanks a million for all of those. As always, huge research uh, from both of you. You can find uh, Russell Alford in the Sunday Times, Gastro Gaze, one half. Uh, I, I presume you're reviewing, are you reviewing a lot of Christmassy things at the moment or you can't miss them? I uh, can't, can't, can't move the Christmas stuff. Yeah. But we're, you know, still dining out every Sunday until the end of the year. Yeah, all right. Okay. And Rain Keen, of course, you'll find her. And Rain Keen official on Instagram. All right. Listen, that's all we have time for on that. And thanks, uh, both of you, for coming into studio. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, my next guest, Eleanor Flegg, freelance journalist and craft historian, wrote uh, a super article in the Irish Independent recently listing all the interior design mistakes that we should avoid at Christmas and you called it the 12 Christmas icks as opposed to the 12 Christmas pubs maybe. Uh, Tell us what you discovered. You spoke to experts on the things that (laughs) I suppose polarise people or or put them in the Marmite camp when it comes uh, to Christmas. You're very welcome to the home show. Let's start the elf on the shelf, the most beloved of all (laughs) Christmas accessories. Opinion is divided about the elf on the shelf. Some people think he's great fun. Other people think that he is Santa's little spy. So it's like a GDPR issue about having having the elf monitoring your children. Uh, now, the most divisive, uh, probably, um, point of interior decor at Christmas is whether to get a real tree or a fake tree. What do the experts say on this? The people that I spoke to... They were very much in favour of the real tree. They like the smell. They think they're more sustainable. I am a real Christmas tree person myself. So I think I incline to that sort of view. But since then, I've had lots of messages from people who love their fake tree and people who have underfloor heating. And underfloor heating does not go well with real trees. So I think that if you have underfloor heating... Um, an artificial tree may be your only option. Yeah, and some people, I think, with pets, say the same because cats can climb up a bird's nest in it and maybe having the fake tree, they're not inclined to do either. I've had both over the years uh, and I think the fake tree years were when the kids were in that middle age, you know, they were kind of just coming up to teenager and they were like a bit bored with everything uh, and it was easiest to put up and disassemble. Uh, but I'm back to real tree now. I love the notion of it as much as the smell of it. One of the people I interviewed had bought a fake tree because they'd been told it was going to be more sustainable and then they found that the fake tree actually shed fake pine needles <laughs> over the floor. Oh, so they were kind of getting the worst of both worlds. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Um, now, there is a lot of pressure on at Christmas time and indeed all the time, it seems to me, to embrace these seasons as a moment to completely alter your house and have everything looking like a Pinterest board or a Kardashian home. Um, did you find that there is too much kind of stress, one of your icks was to have that picture perfect decor and you're saying, don't bother. Some people love it. For some people, the joy that they have in Christmas is in having everything perfect and they like to curate every angle of it and I think it probably gives them a sense of control. But 
the people that I talked to were more in favour of the ad hoc Christmas, of the Christmas tree where you put the bits and pieces you'd collected every year and maybe you got something new this year and it might not match. But they found that more organic, more sustainable, less pressured. But you also want, you wouldn't want to diminish the pleasure people have in the perfectly curated Christmas. I've never gone that route myself and I actually wouldn't be able. <laughs> yeah, exactly, me neither. You get what you get in my house. Uh, now, the scented candles, we all love the old candles and I was talking last week on the show about the fact that when when we buy a candle at Christmas, the ones available now in the shop are all cinnamon scented and kind of that you know, spices and those kind of orange Christmas thing. I find those very, very cloying. And I actually prefer, prefer a light floral scent at Christmas. Uh, but what did what did you find out in your research? Do people just hate candles full stop or is it just the Christmassy ones? Scented candles are a wonderful thing. Most of the people I spoke to about this, even the ones who make scented candles, say don't have them around food. They compete with food. And with Christmas, the experience of the food is really smelling it, tasting it, celebrating. It's a huge part of it. Mm. So if you have a scented candle, maybe have it in the hall or somewhere elsewhere in the house. Okay. And are there any scents that we should avoid when we're talking about the scented candles? Vanilla is something that people find difficult. It's sweet, it's cloying. I would just avoid anything cheap. If you're going for a scented candle, pay for a decent one that uses natural fragrance and that won't overpower the house. If you want a cheap and cheerful candle, go for an unscented one. Okay, Eleanor Flegg, thank you so much uh, for bringing us your some of your 12 icks of Christmas. And you're very welcome back to the Home Show podcast. I'm Sinead Ryan. Uh, you're very welcome along. Uh, now, if you are planning on enjoying lots of visitors cooking dinner for the multitudes over Christmas, then the issue of space or lack of it takes a lot of organising, whether they're sleeping over or just here for Christmas dinner. So nobody better than my next guest, Natasha Rocket-Divine, to help here with all of her tips on how to maximise space in your home over the festive period. Natasha, you're very welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, if you are going to be enjoying lots of visitors and cooking dinner for the multitudes over Christmas, then the issue of space or lack of it uh, will probably at the forefront of your mind. So we thought we would talk about um, maybe rejigging your home or looking at different ways that you can put everybody up uh, that won't send you completely uh, potty. Uh, now, I have seven for Christmas dinner, which is completely manageable. However, I'm used to cooking for two, so it's still a bit of an ask. Uh, and at least some of them will be staying over. Uh, what about yourself? How are you planning on spending Christmas Day? Um, I'm going to be in London with my partner. His family are over there. So um, our my daughter, you know, her grandparents, they want to spend it with her this ah, year. So, so you're a guest. Yeah, I'm a guest. Nice. I know, it's actually quite nice so to be a guest. turkeys to base. I know, I will help. I definitely will help. <laughs> but I'm Irish-Italian, so I'm used to big events and things yeah. like that. But there will be a couple of family things coming up before that. And everyone brings their own food and 
chips in but I'm from I'm one of five I'm from a big family I have about 30 cousins so I'm used to kind of shuffling and sharing and kind of I suppose with my job as well you know how to ma- maximise space and I think it's really obviously everyone's on a budget everyone's mm-hmm. trying to it's a really stressful time of year I think with time and money so I think that's kind of the tips I give or the suggestions I have are really to keep you know, to maximise your time together and also to not spend a fortune because we can all get nice new things but you'd have to buy them new which I disagree on. So Yeah, and also because it's only maybe a day or I two know, exactly. or three and you're not going to rejig your entire and get house, in a carpenter yeah. and rejig your house and go out and buy new beds just for the sake of that. Absolutely not. But nevertheless, we have to find extra space if we have people sleeping over and I think most people don't care if it's one night or two nights oh, no, if they're right. kind of put up somewhere kind of on an emergency basis. So, let us uh, get ahead on wh- what kind of things you do need to think about if you have guests staying over. So let's start maybe with the guests that you do have a spare room for, that you have ideal a place for them to go, yeah. the ideal situation. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a spare room, ideally, you just think, for me, think of as a host or as a guest, what is your favourite hotel, movie or whatever it is that you love or film um, and think of what you need. So I would say pair back everything, you know, in the room as the host, pair back everything, anything breakable, particularly if there's kids staying, breakable, private. You don't want people to be pulling out underwear or whatever on Christmas no. Day or anything private. So take it anything breakable private or anything like that. Just keep it really simple. Clean out the space. Look at the practicalities. Do they have a hairdryer? Do they have access to an iron? I don't, I'm not mad for TVs in bedrooms. People have them or not because you might not see your guests if they're watching TV all day. But, you know, just do they have place to hang their clothes? If not, you can get kind of a rail, you know, things like that or get door uh, over the door hooks which are kind of movable. You can use them throughout the year. Um, do they have towels? I would say two towels, you know, for each person, a hair and a, a bath towel um, lighting you know do they have if you don't have kind of lights beside the bed do you have a, a side lamp you know for the middle of the night no one wants to be woken up either so just simple things you know mm. like kind of slippers if you have them in a robe in an ideal situation but mm. just really and maybe a couple of books or magazines just to keep them entertained So and also like a little space so they can kind of switch off because Christmas does get very intense it's nice to be able to go to your room and have like a chair whether it's a fold up or kind of an armchair to sit in read a book check your phone or emails or whatever that is that you want to do just a bit of time out so just really kind of the practical Sinead is really what I would say and then on if you have time add in some decorations you know make a fun put a red throw on it you know you know you can accessorise it and put a candle and things in but ultimately you know keep the cost low and just keep it simple Yeah okay that's a good idea and actually the less clutter the better because anybody coming to stay will have a bag and they might have presents that they're putting under your tree and they might have warm coats and gloves and scarves and all that kind of thing so they'll need space for that Uh, Okay, so if you have, if you're lucky enough to have a spare room, then that's perfectly fine and you can kind of go all out and say, that's your space and I won't be going near it and it's entirely for you. Brilliant. Exactly, exactly. Um, However, if it is the case that your bedroom as a guest is also my home office. <laughs> yeah, and people have to work like we're, you know, we live in busy times. Yeah. I mean, some people don't work at Christmas, but ultimately... And that might be what was the spare room exactly, before it Exactly, yeah. So you could have an office, you could have the garage um, and then you're going to have to think of if it's cold, you know, if you have a garage or a shed in the garden, yeah. you know, like a, like a nice one. one it's show rack. It's show Makes them more glamorous. Shed. But, yeah. you know, you might have to invest in a couple of things to keep it warm or like a plug-in heater, you know, things like that, just yeah. practical things. But ultimately, it's really about kind of where you go 
to the bathroom, you know, towels, lighting, the practicals I would think of. And then if you can afford it, you can go more plush. And what I would say is anything you're buying, Sinead, buy things that you like. So for example, if you're styling that room, buy that candle that you want for yourself <laughs> for the rest of the year or for mm. your house. So don't, mm. you know, don't get totally caught up in the Christmas theme either. Buy things that are more neutral that you can use throughout the year. So it's still kind of salvaged. And then you can also um, buy I think garden furniture people don't consider this but you can actually use garden furniture and get a lovely cushion okay. and put it on it so it saves right. money buying you know new chairs and things like that or foldable chairs or go to your charity shop so just really consider what you're buying it's not necessary no one expects you to go out and buy a whole new you know six piece um, you know set of dining chairs or anything like that so just really look at the space particularly for the bedroom um, I do think people do like a chair they like kind of blankets and obviously there's the necessities but ultimately mm. people People are understanding. Uh, and they'll understand. Now, if you are using what is a multi-purposed room, uh, like like an office, and you can manage to tidy away everything, it's the Christmas holidays, you're not working, you, you can pull everything away, but it's not a bedroom. So there are temporary bed options from, what, the blow-up mattress? Um, you can do blow-up mattress, foam mattress. I mean, people won't mind, actually. I mean, in an ideal you know, you can get kind of camper beds and things like that, you know, which are a bit more comfortable. But at the end of the day, no one minds kind of a duvet on the floor and like you can get a mattress from, you know, a spare room or you can borrow a mattress. You know, people are very flexible. You know, they don't mind and just a sleeping bag. If it's kids, what I would say for kids, I know that we um, go to my partner's home in Ruski and in the summer we we got a tent for the kids and blow up mattresses and you can put fairy lights in it and it's right beside the house or you could use that for an attic or a garage. But children actually love the idea of camping inside. Such a great idea. Such a great idea. If you have kids, you can put a couple of them in a tent inside or, you know, whether it's a garage or particularly if you do have a garden space, you know, things like that. But at the same time, no one wants to be on a, you know, really horrible floor, cold floor. So I would say to get a blow up mattress and things like that. But at the same time, same with bedding and things like that. You can go to a charity shop or you can go to places like JISC or, you know, HomeSense or TK Maxx or if you're lucky, you know, Brown Thomas or Kilkenny Design somewhere (laughs) a bit more plush. But ultimately, look at who's staying there Sinead look at your budget and I would say take this as a project make a spreadsheet make a list what yeah. much how much do you have who's staying and just be realistic because you don't want to go into debt for having guests exactly. you know that way and buy exactly. that you don't need and if you're going to buy kind of fresh bed linen or anything like that well then make sure that you're going to be able to use that throughout Fred the year, year exactly because so it's for an a couple of days worth it's not it's, it's not, not really worth it. worth it at all okay is it a good idea I, I think when I've whenever the kids come home because I'm always trying to encourage them to come back they're all gone now you know I know you've got smally but <laughs> when they're gone gone you know you're, yeah. you kind of want to encourage them to come back uh, and I always make sure that they don't have to bring a bag of toiletries if they're coming on a plane absolutely uh, and have them in the room for them so like your cleanser you know a bit of cotton wool yeah, I think like kind of a, I would look at it like a travel pack like a bit like what I said with the hotel I think it's a really good starting point just going if I was staying in an Airbnb or a hotel, you know, particularly more high end, but just standard. What would you have? Toothpaste, a toothbrush, mouthwash, make, and obviously women. We need a couple more accessories, or men. <laughs> who knows? Whoever wears makeup and nice. Um, but you know, just generally, just think of like deodorant. You know, simple sanitary wear stuff like that. But I genuinely, genuinely think that you want to make it as fun for people to come and mm. stay. But I would say get travel size so they can't stay too long. <laughs> 
Travel size everything. So you, yes. Yeah. Sorry, you ran out. You're very, very welcome. Please don't boomerang. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. For two or three nights max. Okay. Now, practically then on Christmas Day itself, or whenever you're having your big meal, and you fit everybody around this dining table, which maybe fits four or six normally, and suddenly you've got ten or twelve. Uh, so I love the fold-up chair kind of idea Absolutely and I feel you stick a cushion on that honest to goodness nobody cares especially it's children they don't mind and also it's kind of I'm from a family where there's the children's table, table and the adult's yeah. table but I, that's yeah. very, I'm very showing my age but very old school whereas you can do that and also do you know what's brilliant is garden furniture garden tables mm. fold up mm. tables I mean they're going to be a bit steel but put a tablecloth over it and it's sorted you don't need to stress we're all under pressure everyone understands people happiness is the home and yeah. people together and the yeah. food and the drinks people don't mind if your tables if there's two different tables joined together it's just about putting the kind of tiny tiny details at the end together they don't and you can buy these giant um, catering kind of Santa tablecloths that you can just or holly and you can throw paper tablecloths you throw it over the whole lot and then everything gets gets ripped up and if you have this big big long table maybe for 12 or 14 for the one day of the year uh, my in-laws have a great idea when they get together because there's an awful lot of them uh, and at each course uh, change so between starter main main dessert they the the ends of the table have to get up and move around the table That's so you get an end yeah. up sitting beside somebody new a for really the next great bit idea. for any yeah. party it's a brilliant idea yeah, yeah. so uh, Christmas Eve so in terms then of the table I like there's an awful lot of pressure to have your your candelabras and your flower arrangements and your dishes and your four glasses and your cutlery I mean how can we just like it, it looks nice, but then everybody ends up taking it off the table to sit around, especially if there's a big gaggle of people and you want to yeah. shout at people down the end of the table. What's your advice on that? I'm actually doing, I'm working for Christmas Unwrapped and I'm working with Kilkenny Design on tablescaping. And I'm trying to show, I'm actually using Len and Courtney who've been on your show. I'm trying to actually um, invest in pink, you know, they've got their pink and blue and oranges on the Christmas um, styling. And also mix and match um, different brands together for tablescaping. I'm doing Christmas Unwrapped event um, to, um, this weekend. And ultimately I'm trying to show people that invest in things that you can use all year round. Mm. Right? So don't, Buy things that are just very Christmas and red and orange and blue. Buy the Lennon Courtney's. Buy the things that you can mix and match throughout the year. And then also, if you have to buy a lot of new, lot of new table um, tableware cutlery, go to charity shops. Why would you buy new things? Mix and match mm-hmm. a new brand and an old brand. Bring in colours that you like. If you like pink, put pink on the table. Do you know, buy flowers that you like. You know, buy things that are going to use the whole year round. Because as you said, within a couple of an hour or two, you're all up anyway. And you've just spent a fortune yeah. on a whole new yeah. set of things. And also flowers and all these things that cost a lot of money so it's just really keeping it simple and investing in things that you really love all year round Oh like yeah and this is also the thing of kind of seeing charity shops not as permanent purchases but as rents because you you spend very very little and if you're missing crockery and cups and plates and bowls go in buy them from your Vincent de Paul shop or your Enable Ireland shop for a couple of euro and bring them back after Christmas exactly bring them back after Christmas if you don't need them absolutely but you'd be surprised I think it's just good to have um, to kind of think outside the box on all of these things because it is panic you think I've got six new guests and and like you say you want your children to have the best time ever but they don't notice if the the tableware is from the charity shop up the road or Brown Thomas or wherever and if 
if you can afford all great but I think I'm always in for mix and matching and yeah. make sure that you design the table for your style not just red and green like I love all white as well you know yeah. just keep it to your own standard and your own style Alright well listen Natasha Rocketdyne as ever practical uh, tips there for anybody who is having extra guests over Christmas uh, and if you are let us know what your plans are uh, for that and what tips you have for us at 53106 or the home show at newstalk.com and Natasha thanks a million and that's all we have time for on this latest episode of the Home Show podcast. If you missed any of our items or any of our previous podcasts, of course, you can catch them all uh, on our Greatest Hits, also known as uh, Newstalk.com or the Newstalk app. If you search for the Home Show, they are all there uh, and maybe you'll find some nuggets to help you. Uh, I'd like to thank Eva Breen producing this week. Stephen McLoon was on sound and we will see you all again next time. The Home Show with Sinead Ryan, Saturday morning at 8 with Daikin on News Talk.